0: (laughs) hi guess what i did this time i'm recording to the cloud hopefully that works because last time because this is your second time last time i saved it to my computer and then my computer crashed nice what didn't crash in 2020 (laughs) um Hi, I'm so excited to be doing this with you again. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, again. <laughs> we should introduce ourselves. I'm Adina. I'm the founder of SW Basics, um, an all-natural product line that I made in my kitchen. Segway nice. to you. And okay. I'm Candy, uh,
1: a customer, I guess, <laughs> and a DIYer. Who made a product in your
0: kitchen? Right. We have so much in common already. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so sweet. Oh my God. If you think about it. Well, okay. I want to, we're going to talk more about you, but, um, so that everyone understands the story. Yeah. Basically I posted, I had, uh, several emotional crises like everyone else in 2020. (laughs) Um, so many revolving around being, um, white and terrible, and uh, what ha- in what ways my company and my grant- brand was contributing to the problem instead of being helpful. And um, but I ha- and I had always envisioned SW basics as being really collaborative and inclusive. But um, I think something I learned in 2020 is it's really easy to say that and not be doing it as much as you're saying it, right? So right. I posted and I was like, that's it, like, I'm going to shift this. I want this to become more open, more collaborative, more inclusive and you reached out and it was so awesome I and answered the call. <laughs> you said what did you say to me after i answered you and we talked you said oh i didn't i didn't think you meant it or something like that yeah like
1: <laughs> like i reached out cuz you know around that time everyone was posting like oh black lives matter and this is so crazy and we want to do our part but no one really Meant it. Yeah. Right. So I reached out and you responded like, I think it was like the next day. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even think I was going to hear back from anyone. This is crazy.
0: (laughs) You actually Uh, read my email. (laughs) Oh my God. And then I proceeded to be such a mess, but I did really mean (laughs) it. And we did really do it. So that's exciting.
1: (laughs) So you've meant it. It's just, you know, the pandemic made everyone go a little crazy. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) and I, it's been really very, very challenging the timing because the second I started going through all of that, you get so committed and you're like, all right, that's it. Like I've made this decision and I'm going to do all this cool stuff for my brand. And then like the world is at a standstill and you can't do it. And then you feel like you're also kind of part of the problem, right? Cause then it's like, oh Mm -hmm. shit, am I one of those brands saying I'm doing something? when from right. the outside, it looks like I'm not doing it, but, but mm-hmm. at least behind the scenes, I was trying so hard to figure it out. It was just, oh God, what, what did we go trying. wrong? And still <laughs> now we're like, man, trying to get jars and bottles and so many things to collab on more fun mm-hmm. things. But n- nevertheless, we made a beautiful mask. <laughs> you I made did. a beautiful mask. So, so awesome. tell me first of all, about your DIY journey. Tell me about your skin type. Tell me about your, everything you told me about like what it's been mm-hmm. like to use skincare and to kind of start playing on your own. Like what made you do that?
1: So I have like probably the weirdest skin on the planet. And if I get like any type of a blemish or a scratch or anything, it just lives on my skin forever. Like it just becomes a part of me and that's it. So of course I've tried like every over-the-counter products ever I've tried prescription stuff and then of course the only thing that worked was hydroquinone but it's like illegal after a certain percentage so that was like kind of (laughs) weird
0: right they're like uh this will kill you
1: so shouldn't use this (laughs) (laughs) but it's like man what's happening like under like am I killing myself like what's happening yeah but so of course I did what everyone does and I went to YouTube University and consulted with Google and all these things that supposedly work on the skin and I'm like "Mm." like this is stuff in my kitchen so I don't know I was kind of skeptical but also like desperate so I tried it and it just turned into like this beautiful amazing thing and I made this mask with turmeric and it actually worked so I was like wait a minute I'm clearly a genius so I should share this with the world (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of a lot of trial and error though to get like the right right amount so that I didn't turn my entire face yellow yeah so, <laughs> yeah but yeah that's pretty much it like just that need like, and I always heard that's the best way to like develop something you find a
0: need and you fill it so I had a yeah. And I it. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like in desperation. Right. That's how I, think right, yeah. that I felt. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Tell me more about the ingredients. Cause you were looking at other ingredients to put in it. Tell me how mm-hmm. you chose. It's super simple. Two ingredients. Tell me why you mm-hmm. think those play nice together. Tell me, we should also talk to people kind of about how it feels on your skin. Um, yeah. and like so, your favorite way to your routine mm-hmm. with it, like your favorite way to use it. Yeah, so I threw all of that
1: trial and error thinking like, this is stuff in my kitchen. It's fine. Like, you know, I could play around with it. I tried lemon a lot and I found out that lemon like burns. Like yeah. it's
0: like actually really
1: a strong acid. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe not do that. So I spent a lot of time recovering from damage I did and then tried to do more gentler, gentler items. Cause I think I had that belief like, if it's too gentle, like if I don't feel it working, then it doesn't work. And that's really not the case right. at all. Right. So bentonite clay, I've always been a fan of because when I use that, I literally can feel it just sucking the gunk out of my face. And it's just amazing. And with the added turmeric, it's, you don't even feel the any change. It just still feels like the bentonite. Right. But as soon as I feel like it's done <laughs> and I feel like my pores are clean, and I wash it off. It's like I almost feel like my skin can breathe at that point. Yes, like totally. I feel like my skin is taking a deep breath, and it's like so amazing and
0: refreshing feeling. Yeah, it's like you're revealing your pores to the air. Yeah. So that's such a nice way to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me how you use it. Do you just mix with water? Have you mixed other stuff into it? Do you make like I, a pretty thick paste or a watery I try one?
1: To tried like to switch it up a lot one thing one ingredient that is like amazing and the holy grail of skincare that I hate so much is apple cider vinegar <laughs> and I love it because it works it's amazing but right. I hate the smell yes so I'll try to use that like maybe once every couple of weeks like if I feel like I want to really get a really good deep clean I just kind of hold my breath <laughs> and mix it up and um I'm not really I've been trying to step away from makeup and so if I do have like an event or I'm going somewhere and I wear makeup I do make like a thicker paste to really kind of get that good clean but if it's just my regular weekly routine I try to make it super thin and just leave it on for a couple minutes while I'm like doing dishes or cleaning or something and then yeah yeah and I only do it like once a week in the beginning I was like every day I was like no this is gonna work I'm gonna (laughs) get back to my self. but I've realized it's the gentler and the slower the process, the better for your skin. So, yes.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that was a
1: hard lesson to learn because I is. am unfortunately a millennial. So I'm like, <laughs> I like popcorn, microwave culture. I want everything to happen like right now. Yes. Immediately. So it's, it's been a like, lesson to learn. Yes. To oh down. my God. It's so, <laughs> so
0: many lessons to slow down for us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait. So then at the end, do you just rinse with water? Do you do anything? Yes. Do you follow it up with moisturizer? Or leave your skin there? Actually, what's been kind of amazing is
1: uh, your cream. I've been doing that. Like, after I rinse, I just use, like, a little bit, rub it together, and that's, like, all my skin really needs. I'm not sure if I have combination or not. Sometimes it's, like, super dry, and sometimes it's not. I don't know. But that shea butter cream is, like, amazing.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, I think they pair really nicely together. Like, my, Mm -hmm. so, you know... We should talk about how um, the mask was not intended for my skin type or skin color, but I tried anyways because I freaking love it. And I think turmeric is a very difficult ingredient to incorporate, Mm -hmm. like you were saying, and people who have tried to DIY with it. Um, have probably learned that, but it's really hard to get it to not stain your skin. And yeah. you' found a perfect amount to not to have it work, I think, no matter the skin type. But what I really, really love about it is I feel like you can mix it in any way that you want. You can make it thick, you can make it thin, you can add water, you can <laughs> add whatever you want. And it's still this like really, like the bentonite is actually so soft and gentle yeah. feeling for how intense mm-hmm. it is. Like you just set it on your skin and you feel like it's working and it's that super intense detox, but it's not like assaulting my skin, which is that's right. it. like, it's like everything you're saying, but I just really love it. Cause it's like, I don't know it just feels so soft and soothing Mm -hmm. and then you take it off and you're like oh my god I'm so clean and then yeah same for for your masks and sort of powdered masks in general I like to do the cream or thick oil after just because I feel like you're so like you're saying everything feels so open you can feel it kind of drinking drinking it up you know yeah Um, Mm -hmm. but oh it's just such a nice product and And it's like really
1: super gentle like my daughter's 12 and as she sees them going through this process, I was like, you know what? Maybe since I'm now recovering from these burns from all this lemon, let me try it on my daughter. And it was like amazing on her too. And super gentle and yes. insane. So,
0: Oh yeah. my God, totally. And <laughs> such an important point <laughs> that it's safe enough for kids. And mm-hmm. and I, just like such a nice way also to teach your kids to get into Beauty without it being about beauty, right. or it's, you know, it's about the ingredients. It's not about the, like
1: mm-hmm. you're using
0: something, you're learning about nature, I think, would right? Be the yeah. Sort of nicer. Um, which is so great. And I feel like the thing about masks like this, too, is that sometimes even I get a little bit worried because I'm like, oh, people are so used to those like thick, luscious, you know, whipped, uh, all these just crazy. Mm-hmm amazing products out there, but ones that have all these additives to make them like that. Um, And you can kind of open a powder for the first time and look at it and be like, what, what? (laughs) But first of all, that's what makes it that safe. And second of all, that's what makes it so customizable to your specific skin. So I feel like, and, and for kids' skin, like you were saying the apple cider vinegar thing, which you can put straight into the mask right but also Mm -hmm. you could be like oh I want to mix it with yogurt oh I want to mix it with avocado like I've done avocado with kids and they just lose their minds because they're just like (laughs) you're gonna put that on your skin and then you watch them kind of learn oh Mm -hmm. my god my skin feels good like that was fun and it feels good
1: it's so cool and you know of course living in South Florida and we're at the beach like probably every other weekend All that's
0: from in the air and
1: then the sun. It's so easy for her skin. My daughter's skin to get dried out. Yes. So doing that
0: with the yogurt and she's just like, Mom, this feels so good. (laughs) Right. Oh, so nice. Oh, I was just picturing it and it's so nice. Right. Oh, the yogurt is a really nice ingredient because it's cooling and soothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can make it, you can make your mask cold. Oh, that's you good. know, the other thing I haven't done with yours, which I actually would like to try, is use it as a body mask. Have you done that or you're in, in your hair?
1: I've done it on my son, which he will completely deny if you ask him. But I put <laughs> it on his knees because <laughs> he's a boy and, you know, he's like climbing trees and, I don't know, foraging outside with his friends. <laughs> I don't know. What but <laughs> I use it on his knees because somehow he's just always skinning his knees and then he has all these marks and it works there, too. So, I guess it's like a full body
0: thing. That's so great. Yeah. That's what I would think I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard particularly that bentonite clay, you can place on spots on your body where you're, um, where you feel like you need to pull something out of the skin and it'll do it, which is so wow. cool. Um, yeah, that it's is just really nice cool. to think that you can, yeah, just throw it all over your kids' bodies plus it like yeah. looks and feels cool and it gets all dry wait so do you let yours dry all the way until your like face feels like it's cracking
1: if I made like a thin mixture then I do I've learned that when it's like when I make it super thick that's not like the best for me uh,
0: <laughs> better better to r- <laughs> like rinse that one while it's still wet you mean yeah. Whoa. But when it's, when I make
1: it kind of thin, I let it just completely dry and then right. I wash it off and it's just like amazing.
0: Oh, well that's a helpful tip. Cause it also makes me kind of want to try both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Let's talk about race. <laughs> yes. Let us <laughs> else in the room. <laughs> let's talk about beauty and one of the things I really wanted to ask you which I think we didn't even really get to talk about last time is how you feel in general about like you were saying oh I feel like people were posting and talking about inclusivity and then not doing anything do you still feel like that now does it feel because I uh, not that not to say like well here's my opinion but more so I'm white and I've been like, what the, where is the effort? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. The industry has never had any effort and continues to be exactly the same as how it's always felt to me, like, right. shockingly. But I guess I'm just curious if you feel, okay, let's say when, because this is to me, the, the example of the thing, the only one that really happens, which is, oh, we've outed foundation colors. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, bravo, you give a shit. Like, do you, <laughs> is that actually- is there progress? Does that feel like progress? Does that make you feel better? Or are you just like, no, everyone, it seems like everyone's bullshitting. I think like the whole like thing that set off
1: this supposed movement was the incident with George Floyd. And immediately after that, pretty much every brand that I followed on social media changed their strategy. And every picture they posted that included a person, it was a black person or a Hispanic person. right in my head it's like okay yeah cool but let's see how long this lasts right and it's not that we want just like every ad to be a black person you can obviously mix it up and integrate everyone but it was almost like everyone was overly like no we support black people and we would never think of doing anything racist or excluding anyone but yeah, some of the foundations. Okay, they had more range of colors, but they kind of suck. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, like, that's not really what, like, we want. Like, okay, yeah, like foundation is nice, but what about just maybe paying us the same in the workplace, or even giving right. us the opportunity to have positions that, right?
0: Or like, who who filled for. that product, and how much money did you pay Right. And exactly.
1: Yeah. And then it was funny because like a couple of weeks go by and everyone went right back to their regular school right. programming and it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah, yeah. So and it's so not that we want to be treated better. It's just like man, treat us the same, like equality. Right. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, that's just so disappointing. Because I think on my end, the thing I'm really afraid of is sounding like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon, mm-hmm. but am like not being do Mm -hmm. don't mean it right and so then when you're like part of this wave I don't know I don't know it's really stressful it really bums me out honestly because you want to feel good you know like good progress
1: and it's hard if you genuinely don't know what you can do
0: because it's
1: not like in your position outside of like you know offering to collab with people there's like what else could you do like these charities and organizations that people are donating money to like how do we know where that money really goes to like how are you distributing that what are you really doing
0: yeah yeah I think my big thing and maybe this is more it's it's so tricky because when you have a company and a lot of these it's pretty obvious but right as like as the companies get bigger and they're just these massive corporations it's so complicated for them to even make public statements let alone actually yeah, make change, right? Organizational mm-hmm. change. But for me, it's been like, okay, well, how do I feel personally because I'm still running the brand and and it's I have to think about who I am. And I mm-hmm. all I know is the thing that I that I've even experienced, the sort of just blatant rejection and discrimination just from being in the industry. It just kind of made mm-hmm. me realize, oh well, the only, the only way that I can contribute is by making that easier for the next person right like oh pull, pull right. people in and and like help them get here mm-hmm. um, by whatever means possible but you just because you like think and feel those things it mm-hmm. then in practice uh it's much more complicated right so it's like of so course, many yeah. layers of
1: who you yeah, are personally exactly what, it is.
0: Mm-hmm. what your company yeah, what is it- like one of the biggest things
1: that I personally have I feel like had to battle against was like nepotism so no matter how good of an employee or a person I thought I was it's like well we're gonna bring in so-and-so's sister or cousin or yeah whatever so then it's like man okay so I'm black and I'm a woman like and I don't know right. anyone like what am
0: I doing <laughs> right well that's and that's the whole that's everything right if you don't have the connections, if you don't have the Mm -hmm. setup. Oh yeah, totally. And it's not that much easier. Honestly, if someone lends you a hand, it's more, I mean, it really is. And this is to me how I hear everything that's going on is like Mm -hmm. the whole thing has to change. The whole system has to change each step of the way is like,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, in business, you, if I look at my quote unquote peers, it's the same thing. These are all people mm-hmm. who got who are here because they um, were given their positions or given something. Mm-hmm. So it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, it's just so slow to yeah. make the changes, and you and you're operating within a system that doesn't uh, help. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. I've really been, I've been thinking about you specifically a lot because of the formulating and sort of talking about the product making and things like that. And then I'll like open my social media and the whole feed is just like, people. Crazy. yeah, <laughs> just like, <laughs> Oh, it's just so much. And I just, I i don't know. I've been thinking like, wow, I wonder what it feels like to look at this when you're the the person there quote-unquote mm-hmm. communicating with when in reality they're just marketing
1: yeah yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. like I think I okay, can well.
1: for everyone but that's kind of how I look at it I kind of just gloss over it all because it's like right. uh, you just want my money let just keep going right. So
0: right you don't care <laughs> Ew. well we can't end on this note because yeah no <laughs> we need to end on <laughs> uh here's so what, what I will say uh, the the silver lining has been creative relationships like this one, where I feel like yeah. we've I've learned so much from you, and we're we're there's like so much we're working on, and hopefully there's more we can work on. and hopefully we can even hang out once everything is uh, not fully apocalypsed. And <laughs> I just have really appreciated this in a time where uh, connection feels so valuable yes it's so valuable it is um and everyone loves your mask and I hope so many more people love your mask and maybe we can do follow-ups about it if people send in questions Um, oh yeah as dubbers feel free to send us questions and candy will answer them and maybe we should do some DIY soon and don't get your hopes up because there's so much going on and it'll take us forever but at least we did this Thank you for coming on. You're the best. You are the best. Thank you.